What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of X Knows All. I have a very special guest <laughs> standing right next to me. Please welcome to the show, Sarah. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. Um, can you kind of introduce yourself to the class? Who are you in relation to me? And what gives you the right to give advice on today's segment? I'll be honest. I probably have no right to give anyone advice, but I'll try my best. Um, I know Christy through one of our really good friends, Danielle, and I think I've known, like I've known of Christy for forever now. And then we started to really get close when she moved back down south, and it has been wild <laughs> ever since. And it's been so good. Yeah, a lot of you guys have listened to like my Europe episodes. So Sarah's the person that I got to travel with throughout the entirety of like my Portugal like of the trip so the last half of the trip and I've talked about it a lot since moving from the Bay Area back to Southern California it was really challenging for me when I first moved back down here because well I just had like virtually no one here to hang out with and especially like having single girlfriends here was really difficult to find and like my life has been and not even to sound like super lame but my life has drastically changed after meeting you and you've been so <gasps> instrumental and in, like <laughs> pushing Stop me that. to go out and like being such a good friend and just like Aww. so lovely to have you around so like I thought who better than you to invite on this week's advice segment I'm so excited so honored and I would say the same thing like it has been so great because like you said single girlfriends few and far between and it's not even mm -hmm. just the fact that you're single but like we just vibe well you yeah know? we just vibe well so I think it was like a great match it really was yeah. and I think a lot of the questions I've been getting on the google form if you guys want to submit anything please feel free to go to the google form on the link tree in my bio on instagram you can choose to remain anonymous or not but a lot of the questions that I have been getting are pertaining to either friendship or relationships so we're kind of going to do like a medley of a bunch of different things. We're gonna cover three questions today and without further ado. And just like a little background, like I am somewhat newly single, so I think that was like, she was a huge help to that too because I'm diving into this like new single life and I was in like a really serious long-term relationship for about like six years, I wanna say. And so I'm just now getting out of it and well, I'm out of it like seven months, maybe eight months, so it's been really, been really nice having Christy around <laughs> yeah and it's good because I think Sarah can offer a perspective of someone who has been in such a long-term relationship and someone who's been recently out of it she can offer that perspective while at the same time offering like a single right person perspective as well so without further ado let's get, into, let's get into the first question okay so this person her name is Chelsea S she asks have you ever at any time in your life questioned your sexuality also, what makes a person sexy to you besides their physical appearance? <laughs> so, I'll start this off. Have I ever questioned, in my life, questioned my sexuality? No. But I think that sexuality for a lot of people is, can be very fluid. And I think we're seeing that more and more with celebrity pop culture. We see a lot of people hooking up with people. Like, the first person, for whatever reason, comes to mind is Chriselle Stouse and G. What is her name? G Flip? Yeah. 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 And, like, there's all these, like, allegations about Kyle and Mauricio potentially being separated. Oh, I her, see. Yeah. And, like, her being with that, like, country artist, right, that, Morgan Wade. And she's now dressing, like, she's totally Kourtney Kardashian it, where she's like, yeah. are you punk rock now? Like, what are we doing here? Exactly. But we're seeing a lot of more a lot more fluidity to mm -hmm. relationships that I don't think we've ever, maybe it's always been happening, but it hasn't always been discussed. 
us or yeah. like publicized in like real time. So I haven't, Sarah, have you? I haven't seriously questioned it, but I remember like back in my early 20s, one of my really good friends that I would go out with, she all of a sudden came out as lesbian and like had a girlfriend. And <laughs> I remember thinking to my head like, wait, like, am I lesbian? Like, wait, what does yeah. that mean? And like, you know, cause she was like one of my really good friends. We go out all the time and she was just like me where we had boyfriends. We were mm-hmm. like totally like doing that whole thing. And then it wasn't like a serious question, but then I remember thinking like, yeah, hmm. there's no way I like women cause I love guys. <laughs> like, yeah. So much. yeah. But I see what you mean. Like yeah. you kind of see yourself in your friend. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. If she can turn. Right. Like, wait, what is it? What is it that like she's getting that I'm not like, you know, things like that, but not seriously to the point where like I experimented or thought like further than just a quick thought of could I be too other than that you know yeah so yeah that's fair yeah so to the second question of like what makes a person sexy outside of physical appearance I think you're honestly one of the my favorite people to ask this question because like obviously Sarah's beautiful and everywhere we go like she gets hit on but I think the one thing I really admire about Sarah is that she is someone who sees past a physical appearance and that's not to say she's not like she doesn't like value attractive yeah. people. What I'm saying is like she doesn't. That's not her forte. So I'm like curious from you, from your perspective, Sarah. Like, what makes you like get over that? Because I think that's something with I that I struggle with. Yeah, she's not being straightforward with it. Let's just be honest. They, <laughs> everybody in the group will say Sarah loves an ugly dude. Okay, and you know what? To be honest, like I don't even, I think in my early 20s, I'm now 31, in my early 20s, my priorities were so different. I wanted a hot guy, I wanted the six pack, I wanted this, whatever. Now that I'm like looking for a husband and I was in such a long relationship, at the end of my relationship, I couldn't tell you if I thought my significant other was handsome, cute, or whatever. I was seeking validation from strangers like, oh, is he good looking? Like, is he? Because I, when you're with someone for so long, you don't even like recognize it anymore. So I thought that qualities like surpass looks because eventually if we grow old together, like that's not what it's about. So like now I value what I call FCC, A man needs to be family oriented. They need to be Mm -hmm. confident in themselves and they need to be competent. So they need to like, whatever job they do, they need to like do a good job at it. And confidence, like they need to like not be insecure and everything. And family oriented was like a huge one. So like, are the hottest guys going to have those? The FCC. (laughs) Probably not. So that's like kind of how I shifted. But Mm -hmm. I love a personality. So that's why they think I like ugly guys. But I will say, Christy then becomes obsessed with the guys that I talk to because she's obsessed with their personality. It's true. It's true. And And she'll say... I would have never swiped right. I like, and I mm-hmm. want to show her like, there's more than you know, swiping left on an ugly dude. Yeah, and I think like for me, that's one of my struggles that I've been like really trying to improve on. It's like mm-hmm. I oftentimes, and especially in dating app culture, it's so easy to get on your phone and just look at like options, options, yes. and just it's options based strictly yes. on physical appearance, which right. is so shallow yeah and I think to your point like when we were in Portugal we she met this guy when we were traveling and like he's someone I would have never swiped right on but like after getting to know him and spending a lot of time with him on that trip such a nice guy like competent family oriented what was the other one uh confident um competent so confident yeah yeah he had all three of them and I was just like I would have never swiped right on this guy but had I known that this is what he stood for I would have totally dated him so 
I think it's a, there's a lot of things and I think as we go older one thing my therapist once told me that I thought was really like interesting was like okay there was this like one guy that I was like in love with forever and Sarah hates him but I, <laughs> I wanted to be like here we go yeah so my therapist was like you know after a while this person can rely on their looks but only for so long and I think as we get older and now we're in our 30s early 30s but as we get older we start to realize that like okay our looks that's like a, it's appreciating so to mm-hmm. speak you can't be 20 forever which is so sad but yeah. like, you can't rely on this forever yeah. and it's that's why it's like I need to really take a step back and evaluate like what is it that I like about someone is it just like that they're hot yeah they look cute and let's say they're a George Clooney and they age really well again when you're so close to someone you don't even see them anymore you just see their soul like you see their personality you don't Mm -hmm. see their looks after six years seven years Mm -hmm. however many years so like the qualities that you should look for are qualities that are sustainable like that you could live with that you can love like Mm -hmm. I really think that love can grow so (laughs) no I I totally agree with that I think that like there are so many times when I've been on like first dates with someone and like instantaneously you can kind of tell whether like the physical chemistry is there with a couple moments chemistry is huge it's huge but then as you go on in the date you're like oh I'm so much more attracted to you but like it's because of your personality and like oh absolutely physicalness will start to dissolve yeah and like you just start seeing people for who they are on the right. inside exactly and to that point I won't date an ugly dude if his personality is ugly yeah you know like they have to you know have like this whole like package in the sense because to me looks isn't like top priority yeah no I love so, that yeah. um let's move on to the next question mm-hmm. so my boyfriend and I broke up after four years together because I wanted to get married and he admitted he does not want to marry me. After all these years together, he has not texted me or reached out since the breakup and it's been one week. Even though he's the reason we broke up, I don't know what to do because he's ignoring my texts. I guess she didn't have like a specific question, yeah. but I think she's like SOSing. So because there's no specific question, I'll just kind of answer it broadly. I don't know, like so many questions to ask within that question but I guess essentially is like you should remain like confident in yourself and remember like who you are and what your priorities are so like if your priorities don't add up with this guy that you've been with for four years chances are they're not going to because four years is a long time and someone who wants to have a family unfortunately everyone's clocks are ticking and I think that's like something to remember and prioritize so Keep your eye on the prize. If you want a guy who wants to marry, who wants to get married and have kids, I think that you should prioritize that. Remember your self-worth and like lean into it and mm-hmm. always know like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If you've already reached out, there's nothing really more you can do. And if he if he wanted to, he would. Is like it's sad to say. <laughs> like I hate to say it, but like yeah. genuinely, if a guy wants to, he will. So, I would just keep remembering that. I think I th- like that advice is so like I remember thinking that it sucks right because it's like not what you want to hear and I think the one good thing you can hang your hat on is the fact that you have didn't she say she has initiated reach outs yeah so that he's the one reason they broke up yeah so if you're the one who's initiating reach outs and he's still not coming around to those and he's not being respond like literally he's not being responsive to these messages it's kind of maybe he just I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he he's still trying to collect his thoughts. He doesn't want to speak too soon. Some guys, like, I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person where, like, if there's something wrong, I want to resolve and squash the issue as quickly as possible. Most 
from the men I've seen and the men I've dated, they need to take a second to just decompress and step away from the situation. So, like, giving him the benefit of the doubt, if that's kind of what he's leaning on and he wants a bit more time solo to understand what happened with the breakup, what he's going through, maybe he's struggling a lot more intensely than you may think, let him have that space. On the other side of the coin, perhaps he just doesn't want to entertain any conversation at all and we just have to respect that as hard as that is. And it could be either or. Obviously, the first is a bit more, like, less striking to, like, the system. But I think... In any which way, we just have to let him breathe and have space. And I think at the same time, just remember, like, you're such a good catch. Like, remember, like, lean into, like, personal development, improvement, because whatever you put out there, you'll receive. (laughs) Yeah. so dumb. But, like, just focus on yourself. Like, you know, and I think that's, like, really important to continue to remain happy, to find happiness, to not, like, sink into depression. Because it's super easy getting out of a really long relationship and being codependent on someone. I mean, it's really difficult to move on. But I think that you should just remember and try to focus on, like, your self-worth. How did you, when you and your ex broke up, it was, like, a pretty, like... I remember when I first moved back to SoCal and I invited Sarah for dinner. And we had, like, like Sarah had mentioned up top, we had residually known each other, but, like... I remember you had kind of mentioned it, but I feel like, and since then, like, I've understood more of the breakup, but, like, how are the ways in which you kind of were able to really, because there had, I'm not, I'm, I may be making sweeping statements, but, like, if you're with someone for that long, there could be codependencies that just of course. inherently arise just right. based on being with that person for so yeah. long. So how were you able to, like, unpeel that and make sure you were taking care of yourself it was really difficult and like I I I essentially followed my own advice I really leaned into like personal development I really focused on like developing friendships Mm -hmm. um and the codependency was tough we lived together and he essentially like operated my entire home so like I it sounds so ridiculous but like I didn't know how to operate my wi-fi without him I did Mm -hmm. not know how to operate my air connect like the craziest things like he knew and so like learning all of that again was like really difficult knowing that like oh I'm like on my own Mm -hmm. but in the same moment I felt like good about it like yeah I should know these things I should be independent like I shouldn't be leaning on someone Mm -hmm. and it was a lot easier for me once I accepted like I'm like moving forward in my life but it it was still really difficult being together yeah that's so crazy because I feel I feel like Sarah's not like a fucking idiot like either like to hear that you even had were relying on him on like simple like seemingly simple very simple things like yeah like she's not an airhead like she right like like, you're a very competent person right like runs her own business and everything so it's like it's really shocking but like it can get to that standpoint if you're with someone your identity is is wrapped around that right I think honestly like so I talk a lot about this like Portugal trip we went on but like I felt like that was really healing for you too oh life it was it was we always said that Portugal trip was like honestly one of the best vacations I've if not one like the best vacation I've ever taken because there was just so much self-discovery I feel like on both of our parts all self-discovery yeah like I really (laughs) highly encourage you don't necessarily need to book a fucking flight across the world that's not what we're insinuating or suggesting but like get yourself out of your comfort zone whether it's taking a travel with a friend going out with like me and Sarah were virtually like we were just acquaintances and we like relied on each other to kind of get ourselves out of these holes like rely on people that you wouldn't normally rely on yeah too I think is really important and it might surprise you the the relationships that you that you gain from getting up and get yeah from like because you and I would have never met or developed a close relationship had you still been with your ex-boyfriend totally 
Yeah. So. I would have traded them in in a second had I known. Because <laughs> it was all worth it for Portugal. Portugal oh, was in everything of the sort. Life trip. changing. Life changing trip. Everything of the sort. For we, sure. We just, yeah, we tore it up over there. Mm-hmm. And it was it was worth every moment. And I yeah. think if you can, if you have the time and you have the money and yeah. resources, I would highly suggest maybe doing that. Or And yeah. I didn't even realize at the moment, like, that's what I needed. I just was like, oh, Chrissy's going on this trip. She asked me to come. Sure, why not? Like, I went into a whole, like, well, why not? Like, let's mm-hmm. see what happens. And it was actually really positive. Yeah. Really positive takeaway. No, I love that. Okay. And I think we wish you all the best. Yeah. In all of that. I know it's hard, but you'll get through it. Um, last question. This is from Mac. She says, I moved to a farm in San Luis Obispo with my best friend for three months so we could escape the city and have a simple life moment. The day after we arrived, my then-boyfriend dumped me over the phone. My roommate's going on a lot of hinge dates with these really cool photographers or whatever, and I'm just alone, dot, 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 on a farm. And I don't do the apps. I'm sorry. I originally wanted to come along, come alone, and now I wake up feeling sad. We live near a really cute beach town, and I have to rebound. How do I go, go about flirting these days? How do I meet people? Help. Okay. First of all, let me just say I'm the last person you should be asking this because I don't know how to approach people at bars. Like, I literally don't know fucking how. It's very uncomfortable for me. I don't know how to do it. I need a wing woman. Um, but, uh, Sarah, you can take this one because I feel like from, like, a... I lived on a farm. You lived on a farm, yeah. Okay. I can see why we picked the quote. You picked the question. Mm-hmm. So, technically, I did grow up on a farm. My family still has a farm. And I completely understand this whole, like, simple life. And I remember, like, even recently when I was watching Yellowstone, I thought, like, oh, what am I doing living in the city? Like, I should go live on a farm. It's, like, it's not easy to meet people when you're in the middle of literally nowhere. So, like, mm-hmm. I know if you're against the dating apps, give it a second thought because... I live in such a big city, like Mm -hmm. very, everyone goes out and things like that. I still meet people through dating apps. And I feel like the algorithms are pretty on point. Like when you start to use them, start to utilize them. I mean, there's a whole reason they're like multi-million, billion dollar companies. And I think Mm -hmm. just give it a shot. Like you don't have to, like, you're not... On a farm, you're not going to meet your milkman. This is not like some Lifetime movie. He's not going to knock on your door. And like, it's just like not like that in a farm. So I feel like... If you're serious about wanting to rebound and go out on dates, nothing is easier than the apps. And that's just where we are in this day and age. And it's unfortunate, but I was the same way. I'm like, ugh, like how do you like how do you go about picking someone if it's not just based on looks? Mm-hmm. But you'll start to figure out like what you like, what you kind of don't like, like, you know, things like that. And you can chat with them before you even meet them. So I think it would be a good option. And I, I treat apps like to your point about like just like finding out what you like. I mm-hmm. truly treat apps when I was like going hard on them a couple of years ago. I treat them kind of like a video game. Like mm-hmm. just like you can kind of perfect and finesse yeah. like a skill. And like sometimes yeah. to point of like you don't, if if you've been out of the dating game for a while, it sounds like your boyfriend recently broke up with you so maybe it's been a while since you've gone on dates. You might not even know like what it's like to even get out there and just I would like reframe it in your mind. Don't think about it of like I'm so fucking desperate I need to get on my phone and get on an app. Think about it of like in order to better find my like guy that I'm meant to be with, I can practice on these multiple guys that I yeah. have at my disposal via the app. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. You have a better stat of meeting someone that you like with the more guys that you meet in person. And I'm not saying like you got to go out there and like do speed dating, but yeah, no. And I remember calling Christy, like I get mm-hmm. out of this super long relationship. I don't even know what apps are. When I started my relationship, we didn't have dating apps. So this yeah. was like so new to me. So like when I got on the apps, 
I like we had this first date set up and I'm on my way and I'm like literally shaking and I'm telling Christy I'm like oh my god I have a blind date and Christy's like oh blind date who set you up and I'm like oh no it's from one of the apps and she just cracks up because it was just such a cute like oh you're so sweet I thought it was literally a blind date that was so, I'm like, that oh, you thought a handshake, like a, a handshake was a blind date. He's like, oh, well, what do you, what that do you call little, it? Yeah, that was a little embarrassing. But um, I will say, I mean, you'll meet good guys, you'll meet bad guys, but chat with them first and see what happens and just kind of go from there. But I think, in, like, mm-hmm. I think you can't be completely closed off to the idea of the apps. You really have nothing to lose, honestly. I know you have at least seven photos of yourself, <laughs> so that's all it takes to have an app. And honestly, yeah. like, I hate to even say it, but we are living in a world in 2023 where we, we were like, Instagram isn't real. It's like, Instagram is real. We yeah. live here. Yeah. How many times a day are you on your phone? How many hours do you spend on your phone? I'm sorry, no matter what people say, say when you unfollow people, just Instagram. No, no, no. This is real life. Just like this Instagram is real life. Just like your phone is a real life. Yeah. Hinge is now the reality. Yeah. So we have to like, it's like saying like you don't want to go on the internet because you'd rather go to the library and research. It's like yeah. that just doesn't happen anymore. We have to be more practical. And I yeah. know it's not everyone's cup of tea and it's uncomfortable and it's weird and it can still feel weird even though we've been at this for almost 10 years. I remember when Tinder first released, I was a fresh, no, a senior in college and it being like, what is this? We were like in class, like what the fuck? Like, yeah. And now it was like, it was so shameful and now yeah. it's, that's just, that's what it is. And when I got out of my long relationship, I mean, it was over like three years before it really ended. And I really felt like, oh, there's nobody out there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to find anybody. Like, who is single these days? Who's my age and single and like willing to like settle down? You get on this app, you're going to feel so good about yourself because you're like, there are a billion people who are in the same predicament and you can filter it. You're like, I want someone like, this age without kids Mm -hmm. with kids married divorce whatever it is you're just gonna feel better that there are similar people in your realm of whatever you're looking for I mean you could any type there is a group for it so I just feel like you might feel better about it and especially being on a farm it could be so isolating yeah so you have to take that 30 minute drive to that town or whatever it is to get yourself out there and like meet someone because it is so isolating to be on a farm what in terms of apps like I think that because like sometimes it can get overwhelming like you have yeah. people like Ryan and then you have Tim yeah. and then you have Bumble and you have, like for me I think at least amongst our friends hinges to like the, the app of choice I think people find it's less transactional it's yeah. less hookup-y I think yeah. it, even like with Tinder obviously that's had like a hookup right like vibe I yeah. think Bumble's kind of turning into that oh see I I only have used hinge and i've had like great responses through it but it might not be the same for everybody depending on your location so i would just try to see like what people use the most in that location and just kind of you know go from there but i i mean this is not sponsored but i have used hinge and found success in it yeah i'm still single so not that much success but yeah but like no i think i think a lot of like our friends have found success on hinge and i think also too like Sarah said, if you could like drive to the nearest town, even though maybe like forty five minutes away, maybe like plan it accordingly. That's what I would have to do when I yeah. lived in the country. So that's how I know like it is such a hassle, but like you have to put the effort in because you're not gonna meet somebody on the farm. So that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. I wish you all the best. I know that dating is so frustrating. It can be really scary. It can be yeah. really daunting and like we're both in the throes of it right now. So I don't want to minimize the anxiety that you're feeling. It sounds, it's just not fun. But I promise you once, just play it like a video game. Play it yeah. like it's like a, a board game, whatever yeah. your game of choice is. And just treat it like you just want to finesse your skill and you want to get better at it. Yeah. 
And it's all for you. It's not for anyone else but yourself. And do I it agree. when you feel ready for it. It doesn't need to I be agree. now. Um, well, thank you so much, Sarah, for oh, coming on. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. I know. I'm really happy. We need to bring you on for a Housewives episode because she's equally oh, as into Bravo and Vanderpump and Summer House yes. as I am. Yes. Where do you want to like plug all your shit if you want to be plugged? Otherwise, we can delete this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know what to plug. She can just tag my Instagram if you guys, you know, ever want to chat or if you have any questions to the person who is just getting out of a long-term relationship or whatever. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. She'll tag it and, you know, we can be friends. Yeah. We yeah. welcome all of the all the questions as crazy as yes. they are. And um we, the crazier the better yeah you know? exactly it's like some of these stories are fucking unhinged and I'm like I walk on them yeah. so thank you so much well thank you so much Sarah for joining thanks for all um, we'll have you on again <laughs> bye bye